they, they were filming a lot of um, a, a big show called Xena the Warrior Princess. I don't know if you've heard, I've heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> and that was back in the day. So I, I ended up getting a, a little bit part on that. Oh, you were seeing that too? I was, yeah. So where, where, where were you? Um, I was a, had a little 50 lesson, 50 word um, role as a messenger. go to the dentist or something and hopefully you get out of court you know what I mean? <laughs> with a, a fine for whatever it was tell me about it. yeah so um, well tell me mark tell me let's start off let's start off by sure. you telling me where you were born i was born in uh, christchurch 1974 okay. um yeah in new zealand right. and uh do you have siblings no i'm a lonely child actually. lonely child yep how yeah. are your parents doing um, well, I think God's taking care of them now. So, yeah. um, well, my mother passed away when I was twenty. Yeah. And your father? Uh, well, he left early on when I was four. So. Okay. So yeah. you never really, did you ever get to know who he was? No, actually, not because I mean, the, I was also adopted. So. Um, okay. Yeah, which is uh, I met my. Birth did you meet? Did you meet your? Biological I, I met parents? my birth mother actually. Yeah, when um, I was thirty-six. So yeah, a few years ago now. And, you know, um, she, is she okay? She's all right. She's she's alive and well. And um, I have two half brothers, so same mother, different father. Did she tell you about your father? Um, well, because I'm sure you had to ask her. You got well, I, I I did, but it was more like um, you know, one of those sort of one night stand incidences. Right. So, was she really uh, young? Was she? She young? was. She was like 19. So, so she didn't. Yeah. No, she. Well, you, if you're from New Zealand, mm. it's not like as if you're from a big so continent I'll, or anything. I'll, I'll get to, yeah, okay. so she was off to um, New Zealand for a, what do you call it, working holiday back in the day. She's uh, off to where? Uh, New Zealand, from Australia. So she oh, lives in Australia. Australia. Yeah. So you're Australian. That's right. So I've got now, I got out of the package deal, I was able to get uh, Australian citizenship. So something... Um, oh, did know, you really? I did. Because and, you, you and can get it from the, by descent. You know, so by age thirty, when you were thirty-eight, you got it. Ah, uh, yeah. Because that's when you met her. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's when I found out that I I did some research actually, and someone said to me, "Well, if your mother's Australian, you know." You oh, can so you already knew you when you were adopted, they didn't hide that from you. You knew. Ah, uh, pretty early on, yeah, like when I was seven or eight or something, okay. six, seven, something like that. So then you, so how old were you when you got your Australian citizenship? Oh, recently, yeah, like 36, because that was when it oh, sort of right, dawned right. on me. I, I didn't realize that um, someone said to me, oh, if your mother's Australian, you, you might be able to get uh, citizenship by, by descent. You know? So you have two? two I do, passports? yeah. Actually, I need to um, renew my Australian passport. Thanks for reminding me. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, so I forgot to say happy birthday, too. Oh, yeah, thank you. I said it to you yesterday. You did, indeed, you? yeah. So yep. that, makes you, that makes you what? How old are you now? 48, yeah. 48. I know. So. And you've been in Japan for how long? 22 years. 22 years. <laughs> did, I mean, is that continuous, or did you yeah. leave? For, you've been yep. here the whole time. The whole time. Um, mm. I've done trips overseas. And things. Mm. Yeah. Because now I'm asking these questions because this is mm. our first time meeting. Absolutely. Yeah. We haven't met before. Okay. Once you left, once you first came here, did mm. you ever think about going back to live in New Zealand? Uh, yeah, of course. But um, well, yeah, I went wanted to live in. I lived in Australia pr prior to coming here, and that was before even meeting my mother and knowing all about For how her long? And, uh, about two years I suppose just under okay. so I lived in Sydney Melbourne and traveled around a little bit to um, yeah Brisbane and Adelaide and different places so mm -hmm. so yeah and then I met uh, someone and um, uh, a, a tourist from America actually and uh, 
yeah, they wanted to travel around Australia, but they had limited time. So um, I offered my driving, you know, assistance, and they said because they were going to do one of these, what do you call it, um, magic? Uh, what do you call it? Is it a magic bus or something like that? You can go to different destinations and get on, get off, and when the next bus comes, you can get on it again. Okay, so. Okay. Um, like tour buses, right? Mm. So, but she was only there for 10 days, so she had limited time. So I said, well, what about if we rented a car? So, you know, and she said, but I can't drive. And I said, well, <laughs> I can, you know. How, so, old were you? how old were you at this time? Ah, you man, know? I was like uh, 22, 23. 22? No, how old? No, 24, 25, something, something like that, yeah. Now, you did your Quite schooling. Young. You did your schooling all in New Zealand. Oh, mostly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was mostly doing um, at uh, vocational school, but polytechnics, things like that. Okay. That well, was a bit more hands-on for me. What so. were you like in elementary school and junior high school? Were you more academic or were you more physical? Uh, probably Sports physical, I guess, when I was young, because I was quite hyperactive. Um, <laughs> you know, knocking around, playing rugby, uh, judo, um, yeah, soccer. Was what was your favorite? What did you like the most? Uh, I didn't really have a favorite. I, I liked... I taught, well, I liked swimming once I taught myself how to swim, so... You taught yourself? I know, right? Because <laughs> that was... My mother always used to say how good of a swimmer she was, you know. Okay. And um, when when she was younger. And this things. is your adopted mother. Right. Okay. And um, so I said, all right, well, let's go to the pools. And, and I'll be like flailing around like a, you know, I don't know, what do you call it? Yeah, like a dog. Yeah. yeah, and I just learned how to do it. And then, yeah, I, I like swimming, but... Um, uh, that, I, that was good for me actually because you yeah, helped me with my breathing and stuff. Right, right, right. Um, well, you had asthma or something as a kid? Actually, no, I have a sleep apnea, which okay. is terrible for my girlfriend. You still have it? Oh, obviously, you know. Did you have it when you were a little kid? I too? think, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's, yeah. I don't know if they have, I think nowadays there's something that you can do about that, isn't there? Yeah, I'll probably, yeah. I, know, I believe I, um, I need to go to a sleep clinic and they'll observe me overnight. Mm -hmm. And I think back in the back of your throat, um, you know the the your vulva or whatever it's called that, that the thing that hangs down right, um, right. the area around your throat then they they cut that area to make it wider oh, or whatever so that you can kneel pretty yeah, easily yeah and also I think if the bone also is a little bit um, you know misaligned or, or okay. uh, they that can make a difference yeah drill okay. a little bit of bone and uh, help with that breathing as well okay. so. Yeah, so I, my long-suffering girlfriend, um, you will be, you know, <laughs> happy about that. So you didn't, you're not, you know, you're not kids or anything. Um, like actually, that. I do. I have a uh, nine-year-old daughter. Yeah, Where uh, is she? Is she here? She's with her mum. But here in Japan. In Japan. Yep. Um, do you see her often? Uh, not as often as I, well, could. I mean, yeah, she's, you know. I, I, I don't know. I, I can see her, thankfully. Right, right, so yeah, you know, the door's good. still open there, but. Um, Mm. Yeah, but I mean, there seems to be a lot of cases with, um, you know, foreigners' situations. Some people just, I guess, the, uh, yeah, so it's, I think it's just a communication problems a okay. lot, lot of time okay. as well. Yeah. So that's very difficult. So. So what got you? So you took the girl around Australia. Oh yeah, back on that tangent. Yeah. Right, back on that tangent. Yep. You took her around Australia. Uh, well, just the east coast. So east coast. Um, drove up to Brisbane. You know, went to Sydney, you know, all the, all the sites, went to, um, you know, down south to area, down by Adelaide and things okay. like that. So we did that and um, she basically had such a good time that she said, well, um, you know, how about we continue the traveling? And I'm like, what do you mean? 
And she said, well, you know, why don't you come to America with me? And I'm like, well, yeah, but we're not really romantically linked or, um, you know, involved or anything like that. Um, but she said, yeah, it's all right, I'll buy you a ticket. And I'm like, are you sure about that? So <laughs> she bought me a plane ticket and I ended up um, in New York. Yeah. You went to New How long were you in New York? Uh, just under a year because the ticket was available for a year. <laughs> and so she happened to have some friend who was living in... Um, in the Mohonk Mountains, and I ended up, you know, and I learned all about peg leg baits and, uh, you know, volleyball performers, you know, and because um, this guy was staying in peg leg baits' old house, and uh, he was a volleyball performer with one leg, and okay. uh, yeah, so might be interesting you research that. So, um, yeah, I ended up, and the road was called Rocky Mountain way or Rocky Mountain Road or something yeah. like that I thought yeah that's me it's <laughs> like that it was all in your mid-twenties yeah 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 I mean when you're young and free and just yeah, you know yeah, it's yeah. like you know what do you call it easy rider meter you know, now so. you hadn't started modeling yet um well I did my first gig in New Zealand uh, for Levi's before you went to Australia yeah yeah so that was that I age um, what? at age what How I you? was 20 21 I think yeah 21, okay. um so I basically I showed you that picture yesterday. Right. So right. I met a guy from Haiti actually, and um, and sort of really started from there. He he was new to New Zealand, mm -hmm. and his wife um, was a you know Kiwi woman, ex model sort of thing in New York. That's where they met each other, and um, so yeah, he went back and lived with her in New Zealand, and I met him. And um, actually, yeah, that was my first trip to New York. Was I just met him, and he said he's going to New York to you know catch up with his friends, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, can I come along? You know, I'd only just met this guy too. So, you know, I'd just known him for like a month or something. Yeah. And um, yeah, we ended up going to New York together, he showed me around, um, stayed with, you know, his, um, in his brother's house, because his um, brother was in France or somewhere like that. So yeah. it was on 152nd Street. So it was in uh, Spanish Harlem. Right. right. And um, that was an eye opener. So I yeah, learning about Promise Street. But he was taking you there because you were going to do a modeling job? Nope. Um, so basically, um, he, he's a musician. Okay. Uh, he had a band in, you know, there. And uh, the plan was to start music with, you know, come back and, you know, play music together. Do you play music? I'm a percussionist, yeah. Was so, that right? Yeah, well, I haven't done it oh, for you a long show time. Me. Oh, that's right, because you sent me pictures of your band. Yeah, those too. two guys were. Those two guys, yeah. Yeah, so the, the guy in the middle was the Haitian guy. The other guy's from Rarotonga, sadly passed away. Uh, he um, from epilepsy actually, okay. and um, yeah. And, uh, so how long have you been drumming? Well, not as long as I should be, but um, at the time it was really just a new, you know I'd been just tinkering around. But he basically just showed me what he the parts I needed to play for okay. what he wanted to do, and so I guess it was a fusion of world music kind of funk. I haven't played for years now because you know. Yeah, as you know, in Japan, you know, space is a pre at a premium in in, in Japan, so uh, right, I don't have the sure. luxury of okay. having a drum room, unfortunately. Mm, yeah. um, but I think that's something that I seriously need to get back into doing because music for me has always been, you know, that creative outlet and and it's helped with a lot of things. You know, like it does. It's, you know, when you have stress or does, um, yeah. or even if you just got a creative, you know thought in your head or something right, like that. Just so, it out, yeah. Yeah. so it works both ways, not not just if you've got, you know, issues. You know, mm -hmm. if, if you want to be creative, you can be creative. If you've got stress, you can, that's true, that's you true. know, so it's quite that's an all-round good thing. So, um, And then the other thing, which is rewarding, I guess, it's like 
when you hear your music on the radio or something, you know. That's which was, have you, have, have you yeah, done that? Yeah, I did actually. I was, you know, this is, you know, no joke. With the, group, I, with the, with the Haitian guy? Yep, actually. yep. And, um, yeah, but I was just... Still, is he still playing and still doing that? I believe so, yeah. He, he um, went into production, like sound engineering. So, okay. yeah, because in New Zealand, you know, we can... We have that luxury of being able to go and do like courses and stuff. Right, okay, right. Well, he's from New Zealand. No, no, he's Haitian. He's but Haitian. He married the, the model, um, the Kiwi girl, so she's a Kiwi. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so you know. And he's living in. in was well, but they're separated now. So, I see. Okay. Yeah, and they're both musically inclined, and you know, doing this. So thing. how do how do you get your music on the radio? Well, the them connection. They you know because she was quite a um, well connected person due to her you know what she was doing before and. So she was quite instrumental in giving, getting us um, gigs and stuff like that. So um, it was really, I was just basically along for the ride, you know. So it was like, you know, just basically follow the band leader, do what he yeah. tells me to do, play what I have to play, and um, let it go organically from there. So, How long did it last? Um, well, mm, year and two years, something like that. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, I think some of the other members um, got a little bit carried away with the the trappings of what comes with, um, you know, music and things. Right, right. And, uh, you know, the party side d had other people join and then so things went on a different uh, directory. And um, so just, yeah, I fell out, fell off the, fell by the wayside sort of thing. Mm. So, and actually at the time I was, they, they were filming a lot of, um, a, a big show called Xena the Warrior Princess. I don't know if you've I've heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> and that was back in the day. So I, I ended up getting a, a little bit part on that. Oh, you were singing that too? I was, yeah. So where, where, where were you? Um, I was a, had a little 50 listen, 50 word um, role as a messenger. Okay. So I just came in and said, you know, um, talked to the guy and said, uh, you know, um, where's the princess or something? And so said, oh, she went to, you know, um, she went with... King Linnaeus and his personal guard off to blah 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 or something like that and um, yeah and uh, that when was you, when year was that when year was that? oh my goodness that was nineties that would have been ninety one two three something like that so right. um, you can probably still see it right you can oh absolutely it. it's online yeah. it's called Z Zeno. oh it's called um, well uh, if you look up for whom him him the bell tolls okay so um, tolls. yeah that was it was a series it was yeah. So it, it it really basically um, was a godsend for a lot of actors and okay. And what was the name of the whole series? What was the name? Zena of the Warrior Princess. Zena the Warrior yeah. Princess. And the main the main um, <laughs> guy was Kevin Sorbo, and okay. uh, you know I don't know what he's up to now, and um, but it, it it really launched the careers of a lot of people. Um, right. So one guy actually, Carl Urban. Um, who's now gone on to greater heights, working with uh, Al Pacino and doing all sorts of, mm -hmm. you know, great stuff. Um, he's, yeah, he, he was really kind to me because he, I was in the episode that he was in and because he was one of the main characters. Mm -hmm. So he was in a lot of episodes and, mm -hmm. and I, I guess, you know, he just saw me in the episode that he was in as well. And because um, we, we didn't have a scene together or anything like that. And uh, so he kindly um, connected with me and said, oh, you know, um, well, you know, Mark, uh, you can only go so far with, on raw talent, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he said, are you doing any classes and this and that? And I said, as it happens, no. And he said, well, do you need an agent? And I said, well, yeah, okay, why not, you know? And he said, well, um, I'll introduce you to my agent and, um, and, and, and my acting coach. And, uh, but at the time, you know, because he was working, so he's quite a 
helpful, well-paid actor at the mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And these classes are not cheap. They're like, you know, we're $150 a, a lesson or something like that. So it was kind of one of those gifts that I was given, but I wasn't uh, able, able to. maintain it, right? Yeah, because it was just way out mm -hmm. of my uh, budget at mm -hmm. that time. Uh, you know, twenty-something-year-old guy. Did you, you, you just, know, you just accept did you tell, did you tell him that? sandwiches. You know, cup noodles, uh, right. lifestyle, student life, you know, kind of thing. But I mean, you know, those jobs, uh, as I was saying before about the payment, uh, you know. Really nice. Here, I mean, you know, my goodness, that was, well, I was well we paid. Um, okay, I was why. paid for that job. I got about eight hundred dollars. Okay, yeah. and I was like, my goodness, if this is what I'm getting. So yeah, co compared to the other places I've worked, and um, I mean, New Zealand, it was just, it's just like uh, it's taking candy from a baby, basically. I mean, if you know what I mean, this sort of. Uh, I was like, are you kidding me? $800 for what I just did, you know, and, and... But didn't you have to sit around all day? You had to be No, there. no, no, it was, it was, you that's came what in I like. your time, you came and did your time. Did my home. bit and in and out, yep. And I was, I was in there by seven, call time, you know, hair, makeup, um, costume, all that. I was on set, I don't know, eight o'clock, probably out of there by 9.30, $800 richer. Is that, but is that the best you, is that the best you've done up to a point? To you know what, I, I mean, yeah. Is that the one you think about all the time? <laughs> no, you know, I wish that, well, let's say that at that time, yeah, I, that mean, time I thought, well, you know, I mean, imagine what Carl's getting paid, you know, <laughs> he's a main cast, right, 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 right. you know, he, they probably can't print money fast enough, you that's know right, what I mean? Right, and, right. and he did a job for, what was it, Lord of the Rings, right? So that right, was his right, sort right. of, you know, catapult into uh, the, the stratosphere. Have you, about, have you thought about doing that, getting into that? Um, you know, I, I always have wanted to do those things, but uh, again, you know, I just, uh, there's always been this confliction with me because of, you know, my early years and, and also, I didn't want to isolate myself, if you know what well, I mean. Let me ask you this, let me ask you this, Mike. I'm just out of curiosity. Yeah, sure, sure. So, when you were growing up, was it was it really hard for you? Was your mother nice to you, not nice to you? Ah, uh, well, yeah, I mean, my mother was an alcoholic, basically. So, when the... So, so you never knew... So what was your life like when you were a little kid? I mean, was it something like you couldn't be sure where the next meal was going to be because she didn't... Well, I mean, basically, um, what happened was once the adopt, my adopted father left... Um, Basically, um, you know, she turned to alcohol as a, you know, and from then... How old were you then? I was four, about four or five, something like that, border, bordering on five. And I, I ended you, up you, in... You remember that? You kind of remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's you know, okay. Uh, okay. you know, things about certain, uh, you know, times. Of course, that's very stuck in my head, you know. Um, you know, good or bad, whatever. But um, And I think that's another reason why I left New Zealand, to be honest with you. I, I, I do kind of feel like I wish I'd stayed because seeing how, you know, I, as you said, um, had I stayed in New Zealand, my career could have probably been on the level of Carl or somebody, or, you know, I would have, you know, probably been in a lot better situation. But it was just that I was having kind of bad memories of growing up there and sort of like, you know, when you walk down the street, you just remember, oh, I remember that time, you know, mm -hmm. you know and, and it was just sort of playing on my mind too much. So, um, you know, just things, that, yeah, like triggers, I guess they were, mm -hmm. you know, and so it's not necessarily escapism, but at, at the same time, it was just mm -hmm. like, yeah, I mean, if it's right in your face, it's pretty hard to avoid. I relate you know. to you 100%. So, my um, mother and father separated when I was young. Yeah. And I decided it's not easy. I will never mm. live in this home. Right. 
Because I just think about too much. Yeah, right. I, didn't know, I don't care who gives it, how much they want to, I cannot do it. That's it. So it's not a, I don't think it's a weakness right. or anything it like that. It is, no, you just have to know. Because mm. like Bob Marley says, you can't run away from yourself, but I mean, still, you know, it's like. <laughs> but why keep on going through that horror movie? Exactly right. That's right. I don't like that. I That's like it. watching watching the same scene over and over and over Groundhog again. Day. And you can't get it out. There's nothing good about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's right. That's so right. No. Yeah. I, I admire you for doing that, man, because Thanks. I think the people that stay in it. All right, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that. They are messed up. Yeah, because yeah. they don't feel they have any way to get out. Right. And then they're ugly Small all town of the time. mentality or whatever right. it is, yeah. And their 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 misery, they like mm. to share it. Yeah. Really. That's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean I, I'm probably have lambasted people, um, you know, uh, 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 you know, I've lost probably people along the way due to, uh, you know, giving them a good ear bashing <laughs> about my, um, you know, issues. So, um, but you're working them out as time goes. That's I mean, right. I think that's part of the whole journey. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I kind what of, what was that saying you put down there that you live by? You had a saying that you, Oh, I just made that up on the spot on the fly was, yesterday. What was it? Yeah. My phone's on. You sure did. You wrote that. Well, that, uh, that was just off the cuff. So uh, I thought, no, you said this is what I live <laughs> that by. That was just, yeah. No, I, was just, I thought you were you being know, serious. Okay. Uh, when you, Cause when I you, live by sayings too. Yeah. I mean, but, um, yeah, basically when I grew up, my mother put me into foster care. Right. So, but you didn't know, you, you don't remember any of that, of course. I do. I lived with over, you know, 50 or so different families growing up. Wait, wait, wait. Mm. But she, but she, when she put you in foster care, you didn't know she put you in foster care. Yeah, I did. Because she, you know. But how old were you then? Five. Yeah. Wait, so which mother put you? Wait, you said. The adopted mother. Your adopted mm -hmm. mother put you in foster care? Yeah. <laughs> Once the father left. So, because she was, you know. So then you were, she was out of the picture. Pretty much, yeah. So I grew up basically in um, foster care, you know. Well, it, w it wasn't good? It's not good in New Zealand? Oh, it's pretty terrible, yeah. I, I ended up in a few institutions like, you know, boys' homes and things like that. And, um, you know, um, for, for no other reason than just for the fact that I didn't have a caregiver, basically. So I was made a state ward, you know, ward of the state. So, like, the government is your parent, you know, makes the decisions and mm -hmm. things like that. So um, a lot of families, um, you know, well, they're in it for the money. Obviously, oh, you, you know what I mean? Right, because right. they get they get they a budget, take a bunch right? of kids. Yeah, right. right, and then house them in a you know fifteen you know bedroom house or whatever it is, and uh, and they claim the the money for the kids, and quite often they just live fat off that, and um, whereas the money should be there for, for you know you, clothing yeah. and food and things right. like that, and most often it's you know. How old? How long do you have to stay in that system? Um, well, age? I mean, placements are very you know some places I was there for a year, some places I was there for. In a couple of months. Well, I mean, up until what age do you? Eighteen. Do? And so then you were actually you, in it till eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, basically, um, yeah, until you're uh, eighteen is when you classified as an adult and mm -hmm. the, you know as a ward of the state, and then you, um, yeah, basically, you're no longer. So you know the government's done with you, and then you say, well, off you go. So, it's like you know the doors of the the prison opens, right, and you're you can, out you in the that, you know yeah. it's kind of similar you take to off that. The striped clothes yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. And you're good to Put come. your yeah. Right. So it's almost like that. Yeah. But you would, but you got to work and stuff prior to that, so you could save up some money. Or whatever, um, so not really. Out. I mean, I was going to school and high school, things like that. Um, but yeah, growing up was all very disjointed because you know moving around. So I'd change schools. So I'd, I don't really have a lot of childhood friends because mm -hmm. you know some people, you know, obviously they've stayed in the same school, so they've got same friends system, from the, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mean. So I kind of missed out on that a little bit. So I think I'm, I'm. A lot of people say I'm very childish, but I think that's because I'm. I'm still trapped in, I'm in a, 
old man's body now, I guess, but I'm sort of, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to, re re yeah, to re yeah, regain my lost childhood in a way. Yeah. So but I, wa I want to have those things, you know. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people say, you know, they say, like, it's good to be a bit of a Peter Pan, or, you know, don't lose that childhood, um, you know, spirit or whatever. Right. So, I mean, of course, when it comes time to work, I'm serious, focused and things yeah. like that. But, yeah, I know you've got to learn how to have fun and play. Do you and think stuff. so? Don't yeah. take yourself too seriously. No, I try not to. But, yeah. but I mean, it's a work in progress. I mean, I, I've probably spent a good part of 20 years trying to get all this, you know, stuff that wasn't great to make my life better and do it all by myself in a way. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, uh, as, as I say, I do apologize to some people along the way for... Um, giving them an ear bashing about my life growing up because they sort of, you know, exited stage left. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't because I did anything bad to them. It was just probably because mm -hmm. they were tired of me repeating the same thing over and over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Broke yeah. a record. So yeah. they're like, Mark, I've given you good advice. I care about you, you know, da, da, da. But, you know, weren't you on the same thing last week? You're talking about the same thing. You know? So, yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry about that. You know, Have so you done any of this tape? The one thing that I found that helped with me because mm. I had people say the same thing mm, to mm, me. Mm. They say, Lance, will you yeah, shut yeah, yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. That's all. And that's being kind. And I'm not being, and I'm, right. I'm, not, I'm not finished with it yet. Right, right. Please listen to me yeah, some yeah, more. Yeah, get know. a little bit more to get yeah, out. Yeah, Come that's on it. Now. And it's really refreshing too, you know. Don't you think when you get a chance to air oh, it out and stuff, keep absolutely. it inside where absolutely. it hurts. Oh, it's like constipation. You know, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to go ahead and let that you out. You get kidney stones. You know the thing that helped, started helping me are these motivational books. Okay, yeah. Reminds me of the quote that the Haitian guy told me I always stuck in my head because he said he said Mark you know he says you know there's a good quote I'll tell you and he says oh, life is only complicated for those that don't wish to accept its simplicity that's pretty amazing eh? so I always keep those little ones in my head you know it's not just a case of you know the, the cliche everyone says hey don't give a f about you know this and that just be yourself and da da da, da which is kind of true yeah, it's but i mean it's it's like for example i didn't have a normal upbringing right so i've always sort of felt i was a bit handicapped and thought like you know in the traditional sense of you know like people get married and they buy a house and they walk down the aisle and you the your family's there and her family's there and i was sort of you know thinking of those things in my head, like, I wonder who'd be sitting on the aisle on my side, you know, or things like that. And so all those things would be whirling around in my head. And, and so, yeah, after beating myself up for so many years of thinking, well, I'm never going to have a normal life because this happened and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to feel more alienated and things. So and that was another thing when you said about acting, because I thought, well, you know, if I became some well-known actor or something like that, um, I didn't want to isolate myself even more. If you know what I mean, you know the us and them exactly, kind of thing. You, got, you sure got that right. You know? I think about that every now and then. Yeah. The more well known you become, mm. the more you become actually isolated. That's right. Because you just can't be out among the people. That's right. Unless you live in a small place and everyone knows you because you happen to be the village king. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only way. You're bumping to everybody. Yeah. And then you got to worry about when you're sleeping because right. somebody might you say, you knock you, you off. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to be the king. That's I want to be the king. That's it, man. Yeah. Isn't that right? You're yeah, right. So I guess yeah. being an actor, so what you're doing is without even thinking about it, you're already self-guiding your experience to this world. On the way, yeah. That's, that's the, smart. That, that's, the, that's the way it works. That's the plan, yeah. There's no straight path no, to anything. No, no. It all goes like this. That's it. So, There's ups and downs. Yeah, and, and I know, I know I, I'm a believer in those sort of things, you know, connecting the dots, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's like another thing, one of my friends who's, was a Buddhist, well, he went to Taiwan mm -hmm. to study being a monk or this or that. And, he just, you know, used to fill me in with these little Buddhist, you know, quotes and 
things that he, you know, doctrines and stuff. And he'd be like, you know, when you look in the sky and you see the plane, and then you look away and then you look up again, where's the plane? It's there, right? And there, well, it was there, but now it's there. And what's that in between? The past, you know. Mark, I want to wish you a happy birthday again. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for being here and coming on the podcast. Thank you, sir. Yeah. It's fantastic. Thanks for uh, the opportunity. Right. Mm -hmm. All of you watching this, yeah. remember, it's all alone. So continue to reach for the stars because you're too blessed to be stressed.